Welcome to episode 4 of Up to the Task, a podcast series brought to you by Agence Française de Développement, for short AFD, in partnership with the National Administration of Conservation Areas, ANAC, where we look at Mozambique's efforts to preserve its biodiversity and its wildlife that has been faced with large-scale poaching, causing the disappearance of more than half of all elephants in the country over the past 10 years. I am your host, Andesua Michelle May. In this final episode, we learn more about AFD and their work, and we take a look at what is needed to sustain the future of biodiversity and wildlife conservation in Mozambique. So my name is uh, Hélène Viru. I'm project officer for biodiversity, climate change and NGO projects at the French Development Agency. I have been communicating with Hélène via email for weeks, trying to arrange a Zoom interview to speak to us about AFD and the work they are doing across the world, especially their contribution in Mozambique, more specifically at Limpopo National Park as we have been hearing throughout this series. is basically the organization that implements the French development policy all around the world and mainly in Africa. Created in 1941, AFD is the world's longest standing development institution. The organization has been present in Mozambique since 1981 and has continuously supported the country in its efforts to improve basic infrastructure preserve biodiversity, and ensure citizens' access to basic services for nearly 40 years. Yes, so AFD is a French development agency, so we basically help implement projects in various sectors, uh, such as biodiversity, but also energy, infrastructures, health, education. So we are basically financing these projects, but we are also participating in designing the projects with our partners, our local partners. The organization mainly works with government partners and local authorities. But we are more and more looking at different partners, such as NGOs or different organizations and also private sector. We try to be more and more based in countries so we can really build a strong relationship with our partners, but also with the final beneficiaries that are the population that we are helping through the projects. AFD teams have carried out and supported more than 4,000 projects in various overseas departments and territories to improve the lives of people in 115 countries. They were one of the first agencies to step in and provide support to Mozambique at the end of the 1977 to 1992 civil war. 50% of the elephant population were declining in the 10 last years because we actually reached, I would say, a critical threshold for elephant poaching in 2010. And it was a critical issue for conservation areas in Mozambique, especially the Limpopo National Park but also the Nyasa Special Reserve. And so we are now having great results that give us the opportunity to be optimistic on the anti-poaching fight that uh, Mozambique is having for a couple of years now. Throughout the series, we have heard from the various people we've spoken to 
that there is no lack of willingness to do what needs to be done to conserve biodiversity. But the reality is that conservation areas are facing a lack of resources. In the previous episode, we looked into AFD's Conservation Areas and Protection of Elephants project, also referred to as the APAM project, and how it aids Mozambique's conservation areas to cope with threats to biodiversity. Elaine speaks about the APAM project and how it bridged the gap by providing necessary resources to the parks. So the APEM project, so APEM stands for Protected Areas and Protection of Elephants in Mozambique, is uh, part of a long-term effort that Hive Days is doing here in Mozambique to reinforce capacity of conservation areas administration and also to fight poaching and protect biodiversity all around the country. So this project takes place in two main conservation areas, which are the Limpopo National Park and the Niaza Special Reserve in the north of the country. Given the fact that Limpopo National Park and Niaza Special Reserve concentrate more than 50% of Mozambique's elephant population. This project has three main objectives, which are improving the effectiveness of surveillance and anti-poaching services in the park. So it's quite essential to have these specific conservation areas. But also the two remaining objectives are strengthening the National Conservation Area Administration, ANAC, which is one of the key actors in the sector here in Mozambique. And the third, I would say the third main effort through this project is to threaten BioFound, which stands for Biodiversity Conservation Foundation of Mozambique, which cover eight conservation areas and that help finance operational costs of the park. I asked Elaine to give me some concrete examples of how some of the funding has helped reinforce the parks. Through this project, we financed a lot of material for rangers, but also training. And we actually founded special uh, forces that are really specialized into anti-poaching fight. Uh, because we think that reinforcing rangers' capacity is key to answer the poaching issue, which is quite central here in Africa and especially here in Mozambique. This project is also about reinforcing ANAC. So we have them developing different tools to survey elephants, such as the National Census of Elephants, but also to be more involved into the following up on the park administration capacities. AFD has also helped boost Mozambique's surveillance capacities through the Conservation Areas and Elephant Protection Project, which works to improve law enforcement, combat poaching, and better protect large mammals. 9,100 elephants were counting during the 2018 census, which was co-financed by the project and the government of Mozambique. We also know that uh, more than 900 official reports, poaching cases and illegal trade in flora and fauna products handed over to the police or to the attorney general's office for legal proceeding, which is quite a very important issue for us. And we also know that more than three tons of heavy and more on almost 150 kilos of rhino horse from Mozambique were sized. So we know that we are currently having great results. I know it's the results, of course, of this project, but mainly of all the efforts that are made by the park, the administration of the park, by ANAC and by all the rangers 
that are working in these conservation areas. Now that we have a better understanding of AFD as an organization, their role in conserving biodiversity in Mozambique, I wanted to take a look at the long-standing relationship between AFD and NAC and Limpopo National Park and how this collaboration has evolved over the years. Here is Bariela, the Limpopo National Park Warden. Our relationship between AFD and uh... ANAKI. ANAKI is National Administration for Conservation Area. And the Limpopo National Park is not only for this project, for five years project that time. We start 20 years back. So we have a lot of history in terms of relationship between conservation in Mozambique and uh, AFD. I asked Pariela to tell me about some of the AFD-led interventions that have been implemented at the park. Not only because of fraud, not only because of fencing, even for small crops production, for substance of the community that we can call here livelihood programs are funded by IFD. I have also to say, yes, we have another organization, which is KFW. The main objective of the KFW is to fund for resettlements. Because inside of the Limpopo National Park, we have people living inside. The majority of interventions at Limpopo National Park are around community objectives and development. Conservation and the human, we can combine if we are not living at some place. That's our principle. Because of this, we are moving communities from the park to buff zone area. Through the resettlement program, five out of eight communities have already been moved out of the park. To ensure the future of Limpopo National Park and wildlife preservation in the area, Bariela insists that they need to proceed with the resettlement of the remaining three communities. Our future, our future in terms of Limpopo National Park, we have to finish resettlement. At this point, Bariela starts banging his fingers on the desk for emphasis. Because the resettlements, when finished the resettlement of the people, we will have the future opened. The future of Lepop National Park is a tourism, development of tourism. Conservation of biodiversity and development of tourism. Tourism will bring the sustainability of the Lepop National, the National Park. To give you a better understanding, Bariela is saying that the future of the park lies in flipping the three-point model that forms the park's mission statement. Right now, the model looks like this. The first point is conserving biodiversity and mitigating poaching. The second point is community development. And the third is building tourism. If the park achieves full control on poaching in the area, and they finalize the resettlement program, then they can make tourism a priority for the park, which in turn will bring sustainability and allow communities to benefit from ecotourism. For Limpopo National Park, what would you say 
would be the achievement, the one thing that if you had to leave this office, you want to have done with regards to conserving the environment. What is that thing for you? Very, very strange question. Yes. You know, in the world, conservation is very important. Yeah, it's very important conservation. We are protecting here animals, plants, and other species, and other, other, other situations. But at the end, we are protecting the world because of climate change, you know? Yes, we are part of the soldiers. We are fighting against climate changes. Yeah, the world must know that. Pariela recalls some of his achievements as park warden since he started working at Limpopo National Park and tells me about some of the things he would still like to achieve before he leaves. In three years, I managed to move at least two communities. And I will be very happy if I can leave the park with the project very clear, prepared for resettlement of other people living in Limpopo. That's one. And the second one, I will be very happy if I can leave the park when the tourism starts. What is what's it st- tourism starts? Tourism starts for me, meaning at least we have to have two or three concessions already established. That's my big challenge. Concessions in this context means agreements granted to commercially use wildlife resources for tourism purposes in a protected area. This would be a game-changer for Limpopo National Park, evolving it from a protected area into a tourism attraction. Regarding conservation biodiversity, it's a very broad definition, but at least we have to maintain control the unfortunate. We cannot leave and go back like what we have seen six years ago. So I have to control the situation in which we are now, which is the poaching is very well under control of the park. And lastly, Bariela says that he hopes to create better living and working conditions for rangers in the park. I think we have to do a bit more about our rangers as well, huh? Yes. Sometimes I'm a politician, but I don't think that the salary of our rangers is still <laughs> in very good condition. But they are doing it. I don't have any problem with rangers, but have to see their condition, like how they are living and, and that. That, for me, will be very, very, very good. The APEM project was implemented in 2016, and 2021 marked its final year of implementation. Here is Elaine again, speaking on some of the lessons learned and how this project will aid future AFD interventions. An evaluation of the project will be carried out and it will help AFD to learn about this project and this kind of project that can also be replicated in other areas and other countries in Africa. In Mozambique, AFD is really willing to continue and to keep on supporting ANAC and other old institutions that we can find here in Mozambique. I would say that the AFD is in Mozambique is willing to help, I would say, a sustainable uh, management of natural resources in key landscapes, such as the Limpopo National Park, but also Nyasa Reserve and and other key conservation areas that you can find here in Mozambique. So, for instance, we are actually now currently working on a new project in the Limpopo National Park, 
It's called the Olo Project, one Limpopo, one health project. And it's actually the idea here to integrate the conservation of the biodiversity and of the park with other related issues, such as, for instance, the health of the ecosystems, but also the health of the communities that are living around the park and the health of the cattle, you know, and of the animals that are living here with the communities. AFD, along with the rest of the international community, will continue to bolster efforts to help Mozambique's conservation areas cope with threats to biodiversity through an integrated approach. We also think that biodiversity is directly integrated to climate change issues. So we want to promote more and more related intervention between biodiversity and climate change. And the idea here is to integrate biodiversity within the development plan for the country in Mozambique. And I think that is really the objective that we are having right now. And we really hope that the international community and the countries to really realize that now biodiversity is at the center of many issues and many challenges that the world is facing. So we need to actually integrate this issue and this sector in different areas and not only in like biodiversity conservation only. You have been listening to Up to the Task, a podcast series brought to you by AFD. I am Andesua Michelle May. This was the final episode in the four-part series looking at Mozambique's efforts to preserve its biodiversity and wildlife. You can find all our episodes wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more about AFD and our work, visit us at www.afd.fr forward slash en and follow us on Twitter at AFD underscore EN. For our French speakers, visit us at www.afd.fr forward slash FR. Follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at AFD underscore France. You can also find us on Facebook and on LinkedIn at Agence Française de Développement. This podcast is produced by me, Andesua Michel May, and podcasting company, Volume. Till next time, Thank you for listening. Volume.